The Radio Memories Network is brought to you in part by Liberated Syndication. Podcast publishing made easy. Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. The Radio Memories Network welcomes you to the world of modern radio theater, an old medium revived for a new era through the Radio Memories Network. It's now time for Radio Drama, where we perform on the stage of your mind. The curtains are your eyelashes, your hat our fly space. Different parts of your brain are the costume, set designer, and makeup artist. And your eyes are in your ear. Audio plays have been broadcast since radio began. Minus one. Join us as we continue the tradition on the Texas Radio Theater. Blue Proton Space Ranger! I'm the Whisper. It means murder, Watson. Onward to adventure! Away! Because it's not only the theater, but it's the theater of the mind. The mind! And that's what I'm writing Jump, Rob. Ready for impact in three, two, one. <clears throat> Tying on the rope now. It's the realm of your imagination, where anything can happen, and usually does. Hi, I'm Rich Froelich, and welcome to the Texas Radio Theater Podcast. This is episode three of Cliff Proton, and the final episode of Cliff Proton, and the curiously familiar Space Vikings from, from Dimension Q. And this is where we wrap all things up and we figure out uh, exactly how the ship is going to escape. Ah, it's 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 gripping. You'll enjoy it. It's coming up right next. And I uh, just want to let you know that our productions are listener supported. So if you be so kind as to look for the donation button situated on our website, on our podcast page, and on our blog, those will all take you to the same location on our website. And you can give... Whatever your heart desires, if you can just go ahead and, and visit. And if you are enjoying these podcasts, please let us know so we can keep this up. I'm not sure if we should stop after a little bit, give ourselves a, a rest, and then start it up again. Or if we should go the entire year, uh, you can make a difference. Let me know. Send us a little uh, a note in the form of a donation, and that will encourage us to continue putting these things online. So, without any more delay, here is Chapter 3 of Cliff Proton and those nasty space vikings. Gravity. On. Atmosphere. Pressurized. Main power. 100%. Prime main thruster. Priming. All right, space rangers, prepare for hyperspace. Ready? In three, two, one. It's time for... Cliff Proton Space Rangers! Prepare yourself 
as you are catapulted far into the future, where everyone lives, flies, and eats out of tubes, where traveling to Jupiter or Mars is as easy as catching a bus, and where a powerful space ranger named Cliff continually challenges the futuristic forces of evil and their assault on good and decent life forms everywhere. We'll be back to today's exciting adventure right after this important message from Cliff. Greetings, Space Rangers. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cliff Proton Space Ranger. As you may already know, being a Space Ranger isn't all about using my quantum suit or my nifty ray gun all the time. Sometimes I must do some talking. The kind of talking that's hard on the voice and may cause hoarseness. Yes, not the usual hoarseness, but the kind of hoarseness that tightens your throat like a snake around an exotic dancer's midsection. <laughs> Believe it or not, Robotine Robacola is good for hoarseness. I can't think of any product on the market that will cure hoarseness with the effectiveness and speed that Robotine Robot Cola can. <coughs> I'm sorry, folks. <coughs> Will you pardon me for a second? It cures hoarseness! Robotine Robot Cola. Look for the soda machine shaped like a robot today. Robotine is the official soft drink of Cliff Proton. And now, back to the adventures of... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! And now, part three of the curiously familiar space Vikings from Dimension Q. After being accused of mutiny by the Borgen-controlled, brain-flushed Cliff Proton... Sarah Robot and the Doctor escaped from the brig and have taken control of the ship from auxiliary control. In an effort to stop the ship from giving away the location of Earth and possibly damage the pursuing Borgen longship, the Doctor just released the ship's hyperdrive pods in flight and timed them for detonation. Wow, what a blast. Robot, what happened? The scanning. Doc, you were successful. The explosion of the hyperdrive pods blew up half the pursuing Borgen vessels. It destroyed their propulsion and all their energy weapons. Great. On the downside, we have no propulsion or energy weapons either. Mm, figures. Oh no, it's Cliff. All right, open up. I know you're in there. Cliff! I'm sorry, but we had to do it. Yeah, you are under the influence of the Bogan. Now, uh, go have a lie down, and we'll figure out how to help you. I'm not under the Borgen influence anymore. That's just what a sadistic stooge of the Borgen would say, just so he could kill us. Yeah, I have to agree with Robot. Go away. No, really, guys. I'm Cliff Proton Space Ranger. Well, he's not talking in that chilly monotone anymore. All right, prove it. How do you mean? Say something only Cliff would say, beyond, 
Cliff Proton, Space Ranger. All right, uh, hmm. How's the general? Did you rescue him? Yes, but you blew up my ship, remember? Sorry about that, Sarah. Did he make it to an escape pod? Possibly. Sarah, I think he's okay now. He wouldn't care about the general if he were still a Morgan Stooge. (sighs) Okay. We're opening the door. Some kind of brain flusher on me. I can't go into too much detail, but I believe most of the effects have worn off. Not all of them. Here's some Altoids. Thanks, robot. Now we've got to find a way to move away from the Borgen. Drifting in space. Helpless. Have we contacted Earth Space Command? Yeah, but it will take at least a day for them to get to us. Rats. What about the Beetlebum? Uh, you mean that new landing pod I designed for you? Yes. Was it damaged? Uh, let me see. I've got the status on screen. No, it's okay, but it only seats two. Never mind. What now? What is that? Um, sensors say the Borgen have launched a missile at us. A missile? Do we have shields? Yeah, but uh, probably not for long. Three seconds to impact. Brace yourselves. One more like that and we'll be goners. Sarah, Doctor, get into the beetle bum. But we can't leave you here, Cliff. Hey, guys, me neither. You guys can't leave me here. Don't forget your pal the robot. We're dead if we all stay. You folks can at least save yourselves. Hello? What about me? We can't do that. There's got to be another way. Listen to her, Cliff. Uh, They're launching another missile. No time. It was nice serving with all of you. It's been really swell. Hey, that's my word. Five seconds to impact. Likewise. See you on the other side. Two, one, and... And? 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 What happened? Are we dead? I don't think so. Hey, everyone. Open your eyes. The ship is all clean and white, cast in some strange ethereal glow. Okay. Maybe it is the afterlife. (laughs) (laughs) No primitive life forms. You are not, as you say, dead yet. Who are you? You're not the Borgen. No. We're the Metrons. We have been monitoring the conflict between you and the Borgen for a long time. Where do you come from? We are from Dimension Q. Then you... Yes. Ten of your years ago, you banished the Space Vikings to live with us. Sorry about that. (laughs) And through our close contact with them, we now can see merit in both of your cultures. Thank you. Merit for extermination. That's not good. We have decided to send one of your cultures to Dimension Y forever. But there's no zipper to Dimension Y. No, there isn't. It will be permanent. Your cultures simply cannot coexist. So instead of a galactic timeout, we're going to separate you. If you can do this, you have great knowledge and power. 
Are you another form of life? Yes, more or less. But we never die, so we're not really alive. You're immortal? Yes. Allow us to prove it to you. Shay, they don't have no belly buttons. That's proof enough for me. So, you live forever. Were you always like that? Actually, no. We were once pathetic and mortal like you, until we spent centuries cutting carbs, juicing, flossing, and paying attention to Fang's way. Flossing? I knew I was forgetting something. Yes, we have achieved supreme power and balance it with true enlightenment. After we decide which culture to banish, neither of you will ever see us again. Well, not in this life. So, how will you decide? A contest. A race, if you will. We have come across several other rival cultures who will also be separated in similar ways, depending on how they do in this race. What will we race with? Both you and the Borden have space pods. The race begins in Dimension B, now. Cliff is gone. And so is the beetle bum. You may witness the race through your robot. Through our robot? What's going on, robot? Let me see. Oh, it's coming to me. It's coming to me. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a beautiful day for a pod race in Dimension B. Cabbage is a favor today, driven by the Schmorgus of Borgen. Other notable pods are Tipped Hat with Spike Jones in the driver's seat. Snot Rag representing the mucus people of Planet Olfactory 2. Assault is 3 to 1, piloted by the Scorpion Empire. Festering Boil has been scratched. And at 20 to 1, Beetle Bomb, piloted by Cliff Proton. 20 to 1? Uh, not the best odds, but for all our sakes, I'll put my money on that one. The pods are approaching the starting gate, and... There they go! It's rotating stock going to the front. Cabbage is second on the rails. Snotrag is third by Link and slipping. And Beetlebaum. He's in last place. Come on, Cliff. Round the first turn, rotating stock is still in front. Cabbage is second by ahead. Snotrag is still third and Beetlebaum. Come on, Cliff. It's the fate of the human race. I'm sure he knows that, my dear. Into the back stretch, Dog Biscuit, piloted by the dog face people from the Doggy Dismal, Dog Star of Canis Minor, is leading the pack. Phew. No Cigar is very close, but second. Top Banana is coming up through the bunch, and Beetle Bomb. This isn't looking good. What's Dimension Y look like? I haven't a clue. At the half, Cabbage is out in front. Duplex is second with plenty of room. Assault is passing Battery. Assault and Battery. Multiply is going fourth, and in last place by ten lengths, it's... It's... Yes, I believe it is... Beetlebomb. At least we won't have to worry about the Borgen. Nope. Around the turn, heading for home. It's Cabbage, Dog Biscuit, an elastic waistband in the stretch. Trilogy is third, and Backseat Driver is nagging in the rear. What about Cliff? And Beetlebomb. At least he's consistent. And now they come down to the wire. It's very close. They're trading paint, and there are sparks everywhere. It's a battle. The laser guns are going off, and now there are pieces of metal being ripped off, and there's metal parts on the track, and there's metal parts all over the place. I don't know whose metal parts they are. Oh, they're mine. <laughs> Who won? And the winner is... Beetlebomb. Cliff Proton Space 
stranger has returned. How did you do it, Cliff? Well, actually, all the pods that were in the lead got bunched up at the end. They were firing lasers. They were crashing into one another. I was far enough away that I was able to steer around all the wreckage. And here I am. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I can't argue with success. You humans have won over the Borgen. Yes, I... We did. Before we banish them to Dimension Y, do you wish to say anything to the Borgen? Hmm. No. Do you perhaps show the Borgen any of your feeble human forgiveness? No. Do you wish to plead for leniency? Nope. Not even a little bit? Well, let me think. No. All righty then. You are free to go. You may pick up your winnings at our convenient payout window located on Equilus Prime now through the next millennium. So, do we find general coverage escape pod now, or do we go to Equilus Prime to get the winnings? Winnings? Who wagered on this? I have to confess I placed a small bet on you. Of all people, you ought to know that wagering is not sanctioned by... Wait a second. You bet on me, right? Of course, Cliff. It paid 20 to 1. 20 to 1? Surely I had better odds than that. Afraid not. Still, even with odds like that, I came through. Robot, get into the beetle bum and pick up General Coverage's escape pod. Then it'll be another mission accomplished for... Cliff! Proton Space Ranger! And so, with the Space Vikings permanently sent to Dimension Y, the Galaxy, the Earth Space Federation Alliance, and the entire dimension of Alpha Space was safe from conquest by the Borgen and their fearsome long ships. So you think... We'll find a way to get back to Alpha Space. You haven't seen the last of us, Cliff Proton. You haven't beaten us yet. <laughs> After a short time, Federation ships rescued our heroes from their drifting vessel. Finally, something to eat other than Slim Jims. I like Slim Jims. Yeah, what's wrong with Slim Jims? Oops, pardon me. Oh, that's disgusting. Robot, I order you to stop eating human food. Sorry. And general coverage promised Sarah another starship of her very own. Sorry about blowing up your ship, Sarah. It was an accident. I know, but next time, I'm raising my shields. No offense. <laughs> None taken. And then everyone traveled on their shiny new Federation Star Cruiser and headed back to Earth, knowing that the galaxy was once again safe. At least until next time. Just to let you know that higher fidelity CDs, uh, um, higher, yeah, higher fidelity CDs of these and other recordings are available on our website. Um, well, and if they're not, just go to, to our website and, and uh, use the contact form and let us know what you'd like to see here 
or um, order, and we can make it happen most of the time. So that's uh, www.texasradiotheater.com. Thank you for listening to Cliff Proton and the curiously familiar Space Vikings from Dimension Q. It was produced by Shannon Froelich and the Texas Radio Theater Company in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art. It was written and directed by Richard Froelich. At this time, we'd like to bring back our cast up to the microphones. Joe Berryman. As the announcer. The Schmorgus. And the Metal. Jonathan Cooper. Your pod race commentator. And the robot. <laughs> A.J. Glendinning. As Cliff Proton Space. Ranger! David Grant. As Dr. Heterodynia. Bill Ottstadt. As Bargain 2, the Metron, and other characters. Kristen Rice. As Sarah Jones. Andrew Wallace. As your friendly computer, Van of the Bargain, and one of the Metrons. Live sound effects are created by Angie Payne and Hina Patiar. I'm your humble announcer and production manager, Ken Rainey. Special thanks go to the Arlington Museum of Art, and especially to you for helping us in our efforts to keep radio drama alive. On behalf of our all-volunteer cast and crew, We'd like to thank you for listening and have a very pleasant evening. Be sure to check our website at www.texasradiotheater.com for more information. I hope you enjoyed our show this week. I'm Rich Froelich, and on behalf of our cast and crew, thanks for tuning in.